This is a Web Canopy Studio production. What's up, guys? It's Tim from Web Canopy Studio here. Today, we're going to be talking about vanity metrics. What makes them so dangerous and how can you avoid them altogether? Stick around. Welcome back to another episode of Under the Canopy. I'm your host, Tim, and we're joined today by Kenny Lang. How are you doing, Kenny? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. This is actually one of my favorite topics, something that we we talk a lot about internally. I feel like we don't do a good job of talking about it with, with clients enough or, or in, our, in our marketing stuff, but the idea of vanity metrics and really is a dangerous thing, Kenny, right? I mean, let's, before we even kind of deep dive on this stuff, Let's first define the word. What does vanity metric mean? What makes a metric a vanity metric? Right, that's a great question. So vanity metrics are, are anything that um, maybe make you feel warm and tingly, but don't actually contribute anything towards your business goals. And so what a, there's some commonly held vanity metrics, but I would also say that those vanity metrics could change business to business based on their, their goals and objectives. Sure. So like some examples might be like, um, um, you know, like blog subscribers or something or like social followers or maybe, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, clicks on an email. And if it's not, if it's an email that's doing well, sure. But if it's not an email that's actually driving your business forward, sort of a vanity mm-hmm. metric, right? Maybe you're lucky enough to have a tweet or you or video that goes viral or, or takes off. But if it's not actually helping or contributing to your business anyway. It's one of those things like, yeah, to make you warm and fuzzy, but it's not going to impact the bottom line whatsoever, right? Exactly. Yeah. So they're, they're frequently misleading. Um, and it's something that we, we see a lot of people chase because they can be metrics that say a platform like Facebook or Twitter may elevate in front of you and they notify you every time you get a retweet, every time you get a like, every time you get a follower. Um, and because we're getting notifications about them, we're falsely ascribing value to them, to our business. And that, that's where things get dangerous, uh, especially for um, those of us who say may work, work at an agency like we do. Um, it can also be dangerous for, um, you know, like CEOs um, and owners who would look at a particular metric because they're just, they're doing, you know, they're buzzing the tower of the platforms and then are reporting back to a CMO or a VP of marketing and saying, hey, why don't we have more of X, Y, and Z um, when really X, Y, and Z aren't helpful to the, the business goals and it may just be something that they don't have the education on, but they're the attention getting sort of metrics of our day. For sure. And it's also the kind of thing that like vanity metrics are the ones that look really, really good on like a slide deck, right? Like, like mm-hmm. it's a, it's a great graph. It's a great visual and you like want to brag about it and you should, I mean, every, every metric counts. Like you should know, want to know about retweets and followers and blog commenters mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Those things are important, of course, but again, it's not the thing that should be elevated. It's not the first place you should look. It's not your KPIs that, that drive the business forward. Um, and maybe Kenny can talk a little bit about just going back to the title of this, the dangers of vanity metrics. Why is that a dangerous thing to, to place too much emphasis on these things? Um, in part because uh, your business is spending money on trying to move the needle. And because we, we live now in a, in a data rich 
um, marketing and sales environment, um, we can have numbers for anything and everything, um, even like weirdly obscure ones, right? Um, the danger is if we start ascribing the wrong value, start holding something a little too tightly that doesn't really help um, increase our revenue, increase our profit, or help us get to whatever our, our goals for the quarter of the year are, um, then we're about to pour probably a sizable amount of money, whether it's payroll or ad spend or outsourcing or, or partners um, in pursuit of this goal. And it's actually not going to give us the return on investment that we're expecting it to give us. Um, and that's probably one of the biggest um, dangers that I can see is um, a loss of uh, investment dollars um, in your budget um, because that's not going to come back to you. It's now just going to be an, an absolute cost. Yeah. And I can say like, you know, from working on the client facing stuff over the last couple of years is um, when we're working, like creating a, a marketing dashboard, for example, like we have the certain things that we like to measure for across all accounts, certain the like KPIs and metrics that we can measure successfully, the health of a website or the the strength of a, of a marketing or content campaign. But I always leave like 20 or 30% of room in that dashboard for the client because every person's different. Everyone has those pet metrics, right? Everyone has those things that they really like to keep or mm -hmm. that maybe they don't, they don't actually care about personally, but they're held accountable for it by their superior. So they need to track that like this. Hey, I don't really care about this number, but my CEO is watching it carefully. So it's something I need to keep an eye on, for example. So I mm -hmm. like, you know, keeping those, those pet metrics, um, leaving room for that because of course in, the clients bring a lot to the, to the table and I want them to, to measure what they're, what's important mm -hmm. to them. But there's usually some coaching involved because a lot of times that 20 or 30% of the, the metrics that we're measuring for, that's typically where we see the vanity stuff come in. Like mm -hmm. I, um, LinkedIn followers, we have one that that's one of his like big objectives for Q4. And it's like, okay, we'll, we'll work on that. But is that really going to help move your business forward? You guys, there's some mm -hmm. coaching involved. There's some redirection. Um, and that's the thing, one of the things that a good marketing agency will bring to the table is like, helping you understand, but also like, hey, the next step that you think you need is probably not the one that's going to be the most impactful for you. Ab absolutely. Yeah, you, you want to meet people where they're at, whether you're uh, have a, having an agency client relationship like we do, um, or if you are part of the, the internal team and, and you're reporting to uh, another director, a VP, an EVP, or, C or the CEO themselves, um, you may have to, to balance that tension of things you, f you feel like or even know are vanity metrics. Um, but one of the things that you can always use um, when trying to evaluate KPIs or, or what the actual metrics are is tie absolutely everything to the the outcome its influence on the outcomes that you are after um, because at the end of the day our clients and you know those that are making final decisions like like CEOs COOs and so forth they are looking for outcomes and generally are willing to pivot their thinking if they can see how something that they are really pressing in on isn't tied to the outcome that they've stated that they've wanted. And if you can show where, you know, the, the, uh, these other metrics, these other measurables actually do allow them insight and predictability. I mean, that's really what we're looking for. Like we're, we're not looking for, um, 
the end all be all absolute truth. We're looking for feedback so that we can create predictable pieces of marketing or sales collateral that allow us to move more and more towards those end, end all those higher level outcomes and strategies that we have for the company as a whole. And so if everything is tied back there, then you are at low risk of vanity metrics. And, and even if you end up with a few, um, like you were saying, um, the percentage on a dashboard or a report or whatever it is, the format that you deliver those metrics on, um, it becomes smaller and smaller over time. But it may mean that initially you need to tie what you're, you know, what they want back to an outcome or show how it's not, but do so in a, in a way that's graceful because otherwise you could really tick some people off. For sure. So if someone's listening to this and they think, oh God, this is definitely me. I, I have a big dashboard just chock full of vanity metrics. I report every week and full of them. Um, what are some steps they can take or maybe some ways that they can self-audit to, to look at whether or not what they're measuring for is indeed a vanity metric? Are there certain like red flags? Are there certain things that indicators that they can kind of be aware of? Yeah, that's a great question. One of the things that um, I took away in reading some material at, at Databox, you know, as one of our, our partners for data visualization and reporting, um, is they would talk about the hierarchy of the dashboards or the data boards as they would call them. And so they would talk about like, you might have one that's for your board. You might have one that is for CEO and, and, and executive leadership. Um, you have one that's for the marketing manager. Then you might have one that's for the content producer. Like, and so those numbers should be different across each of those levels because of the, the proximity to the work, right? Like the further up you go, the further away those people are from the work. And so their metrics, what's a, an, a good metric versus a vanity metric might be a little different at that level versus what it is to you as a, as a marketing manager, VP of marketing versus your content producer versus, you know, your social media manager. Um, and so I think you have to find the right metrics at the right level um, based on the work. So you know if you're doing the right thing that moves this, that moves this, that moves this, kind of a, a cause and, and effect relationship. So the, the other part is I think you should probably limit it to maybe five to seven metrics. I think if you have this dashboard and um, you've got, you know, 15, 17 things just for yourself that you're accountable for, um, then I think you may be trying to track way too much um, or you just haven't found the right level of, of abstraction or clarity or definition for your particular place in the organization. And so I, I encourage people go more simple. There's probably only a few things that truth, truthfully, if you walked them all the way back, are having that domino effect on everything else to get the outcome you want. Because that's what you're looking to do is become very good at short-term predictions, both good and bad. Well, that's, that's some great insight, Kenny. And I guess uh, if we can just leave people um, with this, if they remember nothing from this show, remember just one thing, what do you want that one thing to be? Man, I want like seven one things. Is that, <laughs> can we squeeze that in? Cause that would be great. Um, I think the one thing is um, work backwards from what you want and measure those things. 
And I think if you do that and you track those things, then you and in, in your position, you're going to be successful. You're going to look great to the people that you want to look great to. Um, you're also going to make anybody you report to look really freaking smart. Um, and, and at the end of the day, you're also going to help your organization thrive, um, especially in tough economies and, and markets that we've been sailing through. And, and if you were going to tighten up what things you're tracking and leaning on, if, if ever, I would think now is the time to do it. You heard it here, folks. Well, thank you, Kenny, for joining us. This has been very insightful. My pleasure. Hopefully you'll have me back. Well, we'll talk about that. <laughs>